You're listening to The Local Spotlight, a podcast where we talk with everyday people doing amazing things. Truth is, many of us don't get out into our communities as much as we'd like. But on this podcast, you'll hear from people from all walks of life. We're sitting down with individuals in your community to discuss how they got started, their passion, their process, and their future. Welcome to The Local Spotlight. Welcome to The Local Spotlight. I am here with Lauren St. Williams, founder of Phoenix Girl Boss. Thanks for thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. So, um, like I said right before we started, I, I uh, noticed your brand on on Instagram specifically, um, but I'm curious to know more about it. So, what is uh, Phoenix Girl Boss in your own words? Phoenix Girl Boss is so many things. <laughs> it's hard for me almost to put it into a you know short summary, but. That's just my personal connection to it because right. really it is a community of women. We support local businesses, local women in business, and just women professionals. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, it's really a network of women that support each other and have these even personal connections that are outside of our bigger community. Right. So there's so many smaller segments of it, and we offer events locally so that women can come outside of that Instagram platform or Facebook and get in person and make those real connections and then go on and do things together and collaborate. Yeah. yeah. So is, is it more so of, um, you know, the, these women that you connect with, or do, do they own businesses? Or they just, you know, go to some of these meetups just to meet other, you know, women and, and make those connections? Or is it, like I said, is it more of, you know, these are entrepreneurs and, and they mm-hmm. want to like, you know, grow their businesses. It's really both. Okay. So it's this awesome merge of a lot of women entrepreneurs that are trying to grow their businesses right. um, and women that are just professionals that want to be connected to other women that are doing amazing things. Yeah. So uh, that's the beauty of it. Some of these women are definitely in the environment to grow their businesses. And then you also might run into another business owner, but you might just run into a person that wants to support you right. and know about what you're doing. So so it's really both. And that's what I love yeah. about it. No, that's that's great. So how, how did this get started then? Did, did this Was this like a spur of the moment um, thing you created? Did it take years, months of, of planning? Or, or can you walk us through that? Sure, absolutely. So... It definitely happened very organically. Uh, It was not something that I just thought of and planned out (laughs) specifically, but it really grew from a uh, personal kind of one-on-one interaction that I had with one of my friends where we would meet up and basically co-work, which has become obviously so much more popular now. And when we would do that, you know, we would obviously hashtag local things and, you know, post on Instagram. And so she was always hashtagging Phoenix Girl Boss. And so I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah, that's what we are. We're Phoenix Girl Bosses, you know. And uh, no one else was doing that. No, it wasn't. Like, I I went to it like, oh, great. There's going to be all these other women on here that I can find through this hashtag. And that wasn't the case. So that was the idea. Yeah. That... Wow, this needs to be a thing. It so happened. it just, just basically yeah. happened. You know, uh, I asked her about, you know, kind of being that initial person that will, would help me start it. And we somewhat secretly got some other women together and yeah. didn't tell them yeah. exactly what it was for. Just right. like, hey, come out. You know, you're going to meet some other like-minded women just to see if people were interested in 
being around other women that they may not know, but could find, you know, some commonality with, or even just with major differences, but they were those go-getters. Yeah. So how long has this been going on? So that really idea was in the the end of 2017. That was the first time that we got that group of women together. So once the idea happened, it was just like, let's just do it. And then 2018 is essentially when we created the online platform. I think it was February specifically. And just, you know, I wanted to see who was interested genuinely in, you know, meeting or connecting with other women online. Right. And so 2018 is when really we were just growing the Instagram platform. So it wasn't until this year, 2019, that we started having in-person events. Right. So. How was your How was your first event? Do you remember that one? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, never forget. <laughs> how did How did it go? Is, is it something memorable happened? Did because usually when you know you you launch your first event, mm-hmm. there's just so many different things that can go wrong. Oh yeah, right. So like oh, yeah. the venues uh, happens to be closed or not enough food or no one shows up or, or what have you. So yeah, um, can you tell us more about your sure. your first one? So the first event we had was in February, and it was a Galentine's Day event, which had kind of been a little bit of a tradition because the prior year, even though we weren't publicly meeting up, we did bring that same group of uh, original women together, which is about eight of us, for a Galentine's event. So uh, I just thought it would be perfect for us to do that again, but open it up to everyone. Um, And I ended up collaborating with another business owner uh, that I had come to know, who's now a really close friend of mine. So that makes it really memorable because I feel like our personal connection was really built from that first event. Right. Uh, and it went really great. But at the same time, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, what if no one shows up? Right. And then all these people started signing up. And then right. I was thinking, what if we don't have room for <laughs> right. these people? That's right. <laughs> so uh, I was a little nervous about the numbers, but a few people weren't able to make it. So it ended up being like that perfect sweet spot, you know. Some people were sitting, some people were standing, but everyone was engaging and talking. So yeah. it wasn't what I expected, which was that I was going to have to, you know, fill the time or talk or, you know, kind of push people together. So that happened very organically. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I stressed about the most was having these cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so stressed about having these cupcakes. We had other food and snacks, but no one ate the cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people did, but I was like, do you guys know what I went through to get these cupcakes? And it wasn't even a big deal. So no, that's awesome. Um, I don't know if I've ever been to a place where I just left cupcakes there. So right? I was at, at the end, I was begging people to take them home. Like you guys have no idea how good these cupcakes are. Yeah, so no, that, that's great. Yeah, um, awesome. So, so on this podcast, we, we talk a lot about, about passion. Like I'm awesome. always curious about, you know, what other people's passions are. Mm-hmm. Um, this sounds like something you're passionate about today, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to know when you were having these initial meetups, um, is this something that, you know, th- did the passion come over time or, or did it just start from the beginning? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. I didn't necessarily know that I was going to be passionate about it. It was just something that I, I'm kind of an idea person. So yeah. if I feel like something is a good idea, I'm just like, it needs to happen in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the passion definitely came from realizing, number one, that there was still a need for events. In my head, I really thought that there was already so many. I didn't even know that we were going to offer that. Yeah. So I became passionate about bringing women together in person because I am very passionate about 
connecting with people. Right. And so being able to do that myself and being able to see other women really benefiting from that yeah. was, you know, I mean, I'm not a mother, but it was like watching your children, yeah. you know, grow yeah. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Like, yeah, oh my right. gosh, this is great. <laughs> so that's really where the passion comes from. It's not the just having a community, mm-hmm. you know, on a platform and growing. Right. It's more about like what it's actually doing for people's lives yeah. and how, um, you know, that impacts people and makes them grow. Yeah. No, no, that's great. Um, so let's kind of shift focus mm-hmm. a bit. As I mentioned, um, I've seen a lot of your content on Instagram. Um, and you meet a ton of, ton of women. Maybe you meet a ton of men too, probably in these groups, but specifically there's a ton of women that that go to these these meetups and that follow you on on different social uh, platforms Mm -hmm. um what's something that you've learned through all of this all of the different people that you've met over the past what is it two years that you've started this Mm -hmm. um what's something that you've learned i've really learned to be open i think of myself as a very open person naturally right. um, as it pertains to other people. And, you know, people say don't judge a book by its cover. And mm-hmm. that's not the person that I am. But to really just be open to exploring because you really don't know what people have to offer or right. what you can offer them. Yeah. Uh, so I've just learned that so much with, uh, especially in the beginning, I said yes to everything, yeah. everyone, you know, and... Um, I know that most people don't always do that. And I've learned in so many scenarios um, from people that blew my mind, you know, that I thought, okay, maybe I can help them in some way. And then they ended up helping me. And that wasn't, you know, what I was doing it for. So I've just really learned that people really have so many different levels. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's important to see them beyond what you just see on social media or even what they tell you about themselves, right. you know? Yeah. Is there, is there a specific um, person or story that sticks out in your mind through meeting all these different people by chance? Um, I would say, you know, this probably, it doesn't relate specifically to Phoenix Girl Boss, but I've had connections with women in a lot of different circumstances in my life. I mean, there's so many people that stand out, but I guess I like to look at things long term. And so I have someone in my life that is a friend of mine who's been a friend for many years. And she was around. I met her when I was working as a photographer and she was also a photographer. And we're complete opposite. She's my mother's age. (laughs) And, um, She is my friend. Like, she has been my friend for so many years. She has helped me in anything that I needed. And even if I go a year without talking to her, it's still exactly the same thing. She actually recently um, gave me a couch. (laughs) It was a strange story, but she's a creative like I am. And she just redid this beautiful couch. It's hot pink. And she had it in her living room for years. And she's moving. And she said, will you come take this couch because (laughs) I can't sell it to anyone else. I want you to have it. And I was just thinking, how crazy is that coming full circle? You know, someone that people would see us together and think she was my mom. But no, like she was my (laughs) business partner at one point. She was my friend. And now she's blessing me with a hot pink couch that I probably don't (laughs) need, but I love. You know what I mean? And it's just like that was something that was started. 
And I feel that women can make connections with Phoenix Girl Boss yeah. in the same way. Right, yeah. So, I mean, we're not too far removed from the years where, you know, women couldn't do as much as men. Right. Right. There, there's still kind of this gap, you know, think about, you know, how women get paid versus men and, and mm-hmm. a lot of other things. Um, but I'm curious to hear from you. What are some of the biggest hurdles that you think that women face today? Um, and then part part two to that question is, is how do you think women should get over the, that specific hurdle? I truly believe that the biggest hurdle for women is guilt. That women feel more guilty for being too busy, you know, not accomplishing all the things that they need to accomplish and don't always give themselves credit in the day to day of all the things that they're doing. You're not going to get it all done every day. One, you know, one day you're going to feel like you're taking too much time for work or business and not giving enough attention to your kids or your husband's not getting, you know, that home cooked meal like you think he should have right. or things like that. I just feel like women feel guilty, even myself personally, sometimes like, yeah. okay, you always feel like there's some area that is lacking, but mm-hmm. really women are so amazing at tackling so many different things and okay. having to play so many different roles and emotionally being, you know, able to jump from one thing to an act yep. to the next yep. that, um, I feel like that's our superpower. And I feel like that's what holds a lot of women back is the guilt yep. of what they think they're lacking in rather than focusing on all the things that they are doing. Yeah. No, that that's that's great. That's actually a new one for me. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't heard that one. Okay. Like I said, I, I hear a lot of um, you know, close to the wage gap for men and women and, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of those quote unquote technical things. Mm-hmm. But no, that's that's a great one. So um What's some advice you would give to a to a woman then? It could be around um, that that guilt piece or, or something else. Like what's for the, the people that are listening, mm-hmm. you know, what's what's one piece of advice you would give um, to the to the woman or mother or sister at home that's listening to you right now? Mm-hmm. I would tell any woman something that my dad actually instilled in me and he would always tell me because, you know, as women, we're emotional mm-hmm. and I feel like the emotions are what derail us sometimes from focusing on what we need to do. Yeah. And men are unfortunately better at that than us yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And so I would say what my dad tells me, which is to never let outside circumstances affect your inner peace. Yeah. And if you focus on that, that, you know, whatever's going on, don't let that guilt creep in. Don't let it take your peace. Stay in that zone, Mm -hmm. you know, where we all know where we all can go there when we need to, you know, when you're strong for somebody else or there's an emergency happening and you're at peace and you're just like, okay, this is what we have to do. We got to handle this. But when it comes to ourselves, we need to still do that same thing. Yeah, that's great. No, that's awesome. Um, so switching switching gears a little bit, um, so I talk to a lot of people that um, are in the Phoenix community, own local businesses, um, you know, so I kind of want to talk about that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my question to you is, you know, as you're out in the community, you're talking to these, these different women and even, um, you know, the men that, that go to these events. Um, do you think it's important to support local businesses and, and, you know, how does that, um, 
wart for the community, specifically the people that you interact with on a day-to-day basis. Um, do you think it's important? Why is it important to support local businesses? I think it's so important. You you live here, you know, especially if you are trying to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your own business. Maybe it's not a storefront, but um, it's so important to make those real connections, and it feels so good to do it. Like, you know that the person on the other end of that really appreciates it, and they're connected to you. They could, you could be a 15-minute drive from them, you know? And I think in the world that we live in, because there's so much technology, and especially so much online shopping, even, Mm -hmm. that we don't really get as many chances to have those one-on-one interactions, and that's where those relationships are built. When you, I've connected with so many local businesses, obviously, and it's totally changed how I feel in this city. You know, even though I'm not from here and I've been mm-hmm. here for a long time, but I love this city. I get right. excited when I see someone else with um, wearing something from a local business and I'm like, oh, I know them. I yeah. know that person. Like, <laughs> awesome. You must know that person too, or at least you've shopped there. And yeah. it creates conversations and, and stories and lasting memories. And those are the things that as people we need, you yeah. know, we all need that. Yeah. That's great. So for for the girl or, or woman at home sitting and, and listening to you talk about this, um, you know, and they, they want to go out and, and start a movement similar to, to Phoenix Girl Boss, whatever mm-hmm. their their passion is. Mm-hmm. Um, how should they do that? How do you think they should go out and, and, and do something similar to what you've built so far? It sounds simple and hard at the same time, but just start. Yeah. You have to start. And if that is like the way that I started, which is with a handful of people, you know, just to see, are these people even interested? Just start with those five people, yeah. you know, create your own community because there's so much diversity in Phoenix and there is someone interested in what you want to do or right. what you're, tr- who you're trying to bring together that's needed yeah. because even just in those smaller circles, or if it, if you want it to be on a big scale, there's still room. Right. There's still room, and you should definitely. I just think about if I hadn't tried to pursue this, knowing all the things that have now happened, how many lives would be different? Yeah. And it's not really because of me. It's just I did the first action. Right. And then after that, the people created. Right. you know, all the amazing things that yeah. happened. No, that's great. I, I've met so many people where, you know, that, that fear creeps in yeah. and it, it stops them from starting something even before they put a, a pen to paper, just get some ideas out there. Um, so I really like that. Just just starting it, you know, mm-hmm. it, it might not be perfect in the beginning, but you'll eventually get there. Absolutely. No, that, that's great. And one thing that I always keep in mind because when I was in school, I can write, but I'm not a writer. Yeah. I don't really enjoy writing. Uh, but I always would think to myself, there is no great writing, only rewriting. Right. So you just have to do the rough draft, yep. and then you can clean up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. Um, last segment, a couple more, couple more minutes here. We're just going to do a quick five, six question rapid fire. Okay. Um, one word answer if you can, if not, totally fine. Uh, but these should be, should be pretty easy okay. just to kind of get to know you a, a, a bit. Okay. Um, favorite kind of music? R&B. Favorite artist? Chris Brown. Favorite place to work? 
Home. Favorite movie? Independence Day. Top five most influential women. Could it be in your life? Could it be artists, celebrities? Top five. My number one is my sister. She's my biggest influence, my older sister. Uh, five. Uh, I'd say a tie between my mom and my grandma. <laughs> my family is really important to me. Yeah. And uh, Oprah, for sure. Uh-huh. Beyonce. Uh, she's a beast. <laughs> and, man, who's my other one? Oh, my gosh. Probably Jada. Jada. I That's love a good Jada. One. Do you watch her, her oh show? Oh, my gosh. Yes, I love her yeah. show. Dream yeah. to be on that show. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the people that are listening, where can they, where can they find you? Instagram, Facebook? Mm-hmm. What's your... What's I'll your leave name? a... Uh, website is phxgirlboss.com. On Instagram, phx.girlboss. And uh, facebook.com, phxgirlboss. Awesome. Lauren St. Williams, founder of Phoenix Girl Boss. Thank you for joining. Thank you so much for having me.